This is the Generosity Week podcast from the Church of England. Eight daily reflections exploring giving and generosity throughout the Bible. Each day we have a different contributor, reflecting on different passages in the Bible and bringing their own unique perspectives on God's generosity and how it's influenced their faith. Hello, my name's Hazel and today's passage is from Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to 13 and the key verses are verses 1 and 2 which are titled A Living Sacrifice Uh, and they say this Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Well, a few days ago, I found myself in a little bit of a YouTube hole. Uh, You know, when you start watching something uh, quickly before bed and before you know it, it's like midnight and you're watching clip after clip of something random like extreme tag. I was in that kind of a hole. Uh, But on this occasion, I was actually watching compilation videos of kid fails, like mini versions of You've Been Framed episodes. And amongst these uh, countless videos of kids like falling, over and dropping things there was a video that whilst funny actually had me feeling a little bit convicted see this particular clip had this little boy and his mum says in the background uh, say your prayers and this little boy without a moment's pause goes men. and honestly watching it all I could think is isn't that a a scarily accurate picture of our attitude towards generosity as Christians sometimes? A task or a chore. You don't have to read much of God's word to know that as Christians we're called to uh, be generous with our possessions, our money, our time, our encouragement, with our kindness and our forgiveness. We're called to model our behaviour off Jesus, to follow in his example and Jesus was extraordinarily generous. But for me at least, uh, this isn't always as easy or as simple as it sounds. In fact, it can feel a lot more like that little boy ticking the box of saying his prayers than it does any kind of genuinely meaningful or authentic act. To be really frank, it's a task that sometimes I just need to check off, not something I really want to dwell in, not something that I want to allow significance or give the room to change me, but something I just need to get done. Because if I'm being honest, it feels hard and it feels draining. And it feels silly to give away things I don't feel like I have in huge supply, be that encouragement or forgiveness, money, resources or kindness. And so actually thinking about this topic of generosity uh, today, this is what I want to spend a little bit of time thinking about, the importance of our posture in our generosity. And so if, like me, that sounds a little bit familiar, that little boy rushing through his prayer, then I wonder if maybe our generosity has become disconnected from its true source and supply. If actually we're trying to give out without being connected to the supply of all love for others. 
What I noticed when reading this passage in Romans is that when it talks about this generous giving of our lives, our time, our stuff, our gifts, it strikes me as a joyful and free and faith-filled experience. And I think the question that I end up asking myself then is, well, why doesn't it always feel like that for me? And how do I bridge that gap between my experience of generosity and that which I find described in the word of God? And I think actually we find the answer in a really seemingly small and insignificant few words in the passage. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. There are various ways in which we can encourage and grow a generous heart in ourselves. But one really significant way is to be that, to be constantly in view of God's mercy, to make a habit of reminding ourselves who God is and what he's done for us. See, that's what we actually find in Romans 1 to 12. All the verses leading up to this passage today is really a simplest an account of everything that God has done in Jesus. The grace and the mercy and the forgiveness and the new life that he has for you, that he bought on the cross and that he offers each and every one of us. And so when we land then in Romans 12 verse 1, our key verse for today, therefore, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy. Paul is saying, given Jesus, given everything you've seen him do, the heart that he has for you, the only response is to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. It's not a guilt thing, not a duty or a social agenda to make ourselves look good or even to earn God's favour in some way and, and see actually it's very possible to practice generosity out of that place short term. But actually in this verse, it's clear that when Paul describes proper godly generosity, he is describing part two in a two-part series wherein generosity is a product of a worshipful life, part one. And then part two is that as recipients of God's remarkable love, we give ourselves up to be part of that move of love for other people We have this moment of salvation where we come to know and love God and then we embark on this life of sanctification where we grow to become more and more like Jesus. Part of that is growing in generosity for our hearts to become defined by being for others. Generosity is a response out of worship for the Lord, out of our discovery of his goodness and his kindness towards us. Generosity flows and grows. When our posture is right, when we are rooted in closeness to the Lord, when we know our salvation, not earned but given, we connect back to the supply of all things and we turn inside out. We are transformed And instead of going after our own desires, our minds, our actions are directed by the will of God. Rather than an exhausting and unrewarding, legalistic, depleting task, generosity becomes a part of, a product of our love of God. And what actually happens is that we align ourselves with the will of God. We catch his love for people and our minds begin to change to look like his. And the result is that an abundance of generosity pours out. 
And so if, like me, you want in on this, we have to get serious about our worship, not only on a Sunday, but through the whole of our lives. And so when I was thinking about this, about worship, two words really spring to mind, praise and thanksgiving. And for me, what they do is they allow me to let go of ownership of everything that I have. Instead, I see God's hand in it and how I have this chance to partner with him in my life, to become part of this body of Christ and to use what I've been blessed with for his glory, for his plans, to become part of what God is doing. And so in the rest of today's passage, we find this whole host of different ways that we can practically step into this, things that we can do to become a part of the move of God. And so I'm going to end just by reading a part of that. And as I read it, I want to invite you to ask yourselves, what are the giftings that I hold in my hands that I can use for the will of God? And then take some time to lift praise and thanksgiving for the gifts that you've been given asking God where he wants you to use it maybe asking for a name or a place that he might want to deploy your generosity so it says this for just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function so in Christ we though many form one body and each member belongs to all the others We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. And if it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Thanks for listening to the Generosity Week podcast. Listen again tomorrow for our next reflection where we'll be exploring generosity in 1 Corinthians. For more information about the Generosity Week, visit parishresources.org.uk and click on the link for the Generosity Week.